What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet Equities. End of the day, little changed. S&P 500 index advancing one point on this Monday, up 0.1% to 2058. NASDAQ up 14 points, a gain of three tenths of 1%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down 34 points, a drop of two tenths of 1%. Tenure up 8.30 seconds, the yield 1.74%. Gold down $30 the ounce to 12.63, a drop of 2.4%. NYMEX crude was down 2.8%. West Texas Intermediate falling $1.25 to $43.41. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. What will the Federal Reserve do? What will the U.S. economy do? What should it be doing? What you should be doing with your money? Well, all these questions and more I'm going to put to my next guest, Joel Stern. He is the chairman, the chief executive of Stern Value Management. And just as a note, uh, I believe that we can describe him as a pioneer uh, in uh, shareholder value and linking uh, financial economics with corporate uh, performance and corporate valuation. Joel Stern, thank you very much for coming. Tim, it's always a pleasure. So um, I started by... I mean, everyone wants to know if they if they knew, you know, it wouldn't really be much fun, right? I mean, if everybody had the same opinion. But tell me what your thoughts are about the U.S. economy. And I know you travel a great deal, so you have some perspective. The U.S. economy and the Federal Reserve's place in it. Okay. The United States economy has been growing at about half of what its potential is. It should be growing at close to 4% a year. Now, when we had the recession back in 7 and 8 and ending in 9, the drop was so substantial, so negative, we have to revert back to macroeconomic theory. What does it tell us? It says the faster you fall, the faster you come out. But that didn't happen this time. And people were puzzled. The late Gary Becker, who was a very close friend and a Nobel Prize winner at the University of Chicago, he said that the major reason why the growth rate was so small was because of the re-regulation of the U.S. economy. In other words, well, let me use my, my uh, terminology for it. The determining factor is what is the return on total capital going to be. You invest in a new project, you need to be sure in your mind or reasonably sure that the rate of return earned on capital employed will be greater than the required rate of return based on the risk of the investment. That's the whole key to this thing. Now, if the risks go up because government comes along and says, oh, we're going to abrogate or revoke your property rights. Essentially, that's what's happening. That increases the risk of making a decision. And what if that crowds out good, worthwhile investments that are job creators and that uh, strengthen the dollar and do all kinds of good things for the U.S. economy? When that happens, uh, then the growth rate falls to about where it has been. And what's amazing is that 
Whenever the president or other members of his cabinet talk about the economy, they always look for the snippet that's doing very well. But they don't tell us about all of the people who have dropped out of the workforce because they are discouraged. They've been unable to find the work they want. Also, some people who are counted as working are working at jobs they don't really like and they don't want to have. And they would want to take the jobs that were, would be the strong growth jobs and they're just not available to them. So that's one thing. The second thing I should tell you, is that because of the baggage, the excess baggage I carry, as having been a student at the University of Chicago in economics and finance, I am a compulsive free marketeer. In other words, I say to myself, what would things look like if we simply had a wide open and free economy? Incidentally, I'm even, I even disagreed with uh, Gary, Gary Becker, when I said to him one day, I'm against antitrust laws. He said, why? Wouldn't that create monopolies? Not if we have very open borders. Let's have no tariffs, no import quotas, no export subsidies. Be like whom? Not be like Mike. Let's be like Singapore. Let's be like Hong Kong. Let's be like places that are growing like crazy. And by the way, for those people who believe in a larger role for government, what they should do is examine how well India has been doing, especially since Mr. Modi became the prime minister. It's not that he's been freeing the economy. He has simply been saying to himself, I'm not going to let regulations stand in the way. The monopolies in government still exist, unfortunately. They should be either privatized or they should do what we did for the U.S. Postal Service in the 90s and put them on our EVA bonus system, which will create tremendous innovation uh, and, 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 and cost cutting. I want to bring this back, though, to the June 14 and 15 right. meeting at the Federal Reserve yeah. and the current level of interest rates. Uh, what what does the economy tell you that the Federal Reserve should do or not do? The reason why interest rates are low and the reason uh, – there's no way to escape this, in fact. The reason why interest rates are low is because the economy is doing so poorly. Interest rates would rise if real returns were rising at a rapid rate because what higher real interest rates do is they signal the world – that high rates of return on capital are being earned in the United States. The fact that we have low interest rates is a very sad tale. By the way, you might say, oh, well, businesses benefit because they pay low borrowing costs. But think about all of the millions and millions of savers who are earning next to nothing. Can I tell you a very quick story? I was having my taxes done recently, and I had forgotten about my checking account. Uh, at Citibank. And uh, they said, you forgot to give us the tax material. I said, no, no, it won't make any difference. My total interest income for last year was $37.42. They will not care if we didn't report that, even though they have it from the bank. And we all laughed. Isn't it sad? Hey, not long ago, I used to have a very big number as interest income. Not anymore. So the question is, what should retired people do who cannot earn a decent return on their savings, and it might encourage them to make a mistake and put their money into the share market. So right. what is, do you have a solution? I mean, what do you think? I do. I do. Can you do it in 10 seconds? Sure. The Federal Reserve has simply got to get out of the way. They have to let interest rates be whatever they would be. But you see right now, they can't afford to raise interest rates because it would cause the economy to go right into recession. Thank you very much, Joel Stern, Chairman, Chief Executive of Stern Value Management, sharing his thoughts about the economy and what needs to happen to make it grow.
You've been listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. My co-host, Kathleen Hayes, is on holiday. And this is Bloomberg Radio. Thank you, sir. Coming up, Bloomberg Law is brought to you by Deutsch Atkins PC. If you feel you've been unlawfully terminated, you owe it to yourself to call the law firm of Deutsch Atkins now for a free phone consultation. Call 800-498-0991. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher-level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.